Chapter 6 Entropy Red His eyes opened. Everything was tinged with the color red. And what a beautiful color it was. Laughter split the boy's lips, spilling out over the windswept desert. He could feel the pain as he pushed resonance throughout his body, tapping into this enormous well to knit bones, organs, and skin back together. That done, Shiseth stood, head coming just above the edge of the pit. He was a little shorter than he'd like, but that could be changed with time. The former god looked down at his hands. They were rough, calloused, good for manual labor and menial tasks, but far from adequate for the work he was about to undertake. The god tapped into the massive power he could feel within the boy's chest and immediately felt a wave of euphoria come over him. It was enormous, an endless ocean of energy. How could a boy like this be gifted with so much power? It seemed almost impossible. And that this boy would be the one to find his vessel in the middle of the desert? It seemed almost too good to be true. Shiseth's memory triggered, and he realized it probably was too good to be true. But after a thousand years, he wasn't about to look a gift horse in the mouth. He would find out the cost of this particular coincidence later. Shiseth climbed from the pit and refocused, bringing himself back to the task at hand. Or hands, in this case. A laugh tittered from him. He started slowly, drawing carefully from the well, not wanting to burn this new body out. He pushed the energy into his hands, focusing it there. As he watched, he could see a dark energy begin to well up from his skin, focusing around his fists and then hardening there. He manipulated the resonance, using it to reshape his fingers on a cellular level, changing bone structure, reorganizing skin cells and tendons until he finally had the tools he wanted. Uh, boss? Shiseth heard a voice from the bandit camp. He looked up. One of the bandits was looking at him. A tall, hairy, burly-looking fellow. What was his name again? What is it, Lark? Came the response from the largest tent. Ah, yes, Lark. That was it. Axes parted the tent flaps and strode out. He was cleaning blood from his hands with an already stained rag. He looked at the large bandit, then followed the man's gaze toward where Shiseth was standing. Surprise evident on his face. Shiseth's eyes had focused on the bloody rag, glancing over to the opulent tent the bandit leader had exited. Was it her blood? His body took a step forward towards the tent. He could feel his heart racing. No, no, no. He flooded the connection again, reasserting his control over his vessel. Must be patient. It's been too long. We need to save this moment. He met the bandit's gaze with a smile, 
making sure to meet the eyes of the bandits who'd begun to pay attention. Axes grimaced in annoyance. You've surprised me once again, boy. Twice in one day, praise to the prophet. The bandit leader looked down at the boy's shadow-darkened hands, eyes widening further. And it looks like you're a waver, he said, getting back to wiping his hands clean. And some kind of life rage at that. No wonder you made it this far. The life giver would have been proud. Would have been. There was that heat again. Shaseth could feel his connection to the well tighten. What is going on with this body? He drew more power into himself, which calmed him down, smoothing things out. Seems like this Axis has the wrong idea about what this body can do. Maybe it was time to give it a little demonstration. Before the god could move, however, the human spoke. Well, it's too bad you're so young. You might have actually had a chance if you'd gotten some training. The bandit turned to go back into his tent, looking to Lark and saying, You deal with this. I'm bored of the kid. As he did. At that, the large bandit wasted no time. He began walking stoically towards the boy, pulling his massive broadsword free as he did. The boy did not move. He continued to stand, smiling, relaxed, shadow-cast hands resting by his sides. The bandit closed in. Shaseth could see the burly warrior's face tighten slightly at his casual stance. The gap between them closed to ten feet. Not taking any chances, Lark quickly raised his sword above his right shoulder, taking two powerful steps forward before swinging downward to chop the boy in two. As Shaseth watched, the sword dropped toward his head. His excitement spiked for what was about to happen. Blade moving towards his neck, he quickly flooded his legs with resonance, ducking the incoming blow. As the larger man finished his swing, Shaseth took a resonance-quickened step forward to close the distance, and with power flowing through him, he shot his hand through the larger man's chest. His heart quickened as he felt his arms slide through the man's heart like butter, bursting into the open air like a sword itself. His excitement grew as he felt the warrior cough beautiful red blood into his face. The moment seemed to last forever. He relished it, savored it, stretched it out as long as he could, until he finally pulled his hand back. His new hand which he had sharpened all the way around, forming points at the tips of his fingers, sharper than any human blade. It had been truly perfect for the task. He marveled at the crimson beauty of the life essence dripping from his fingers. Joy flooded into him as the massive bandit fell backwards, revealing the stunned faces of the rest of the crew. His excitement reached new heights. Wait till they see this next one. The god opened the connection wider, feeling a rush of resonance flow through him. He wielded that energy expertly, 
pushing it throughout his body. He looked down at himself, admiring the horrific artistry of the process. He watched as a translucent heat haze began to emanate from his skin, power radiating off him. Then his skin began to harden, take on a darker tone. He summoned more power from the well, not even making a dent in this boy's capacity. He beamed as his skin thickened and darkened, hardening to the strength of steel, taking on a charcoal shade. But he pushed even further, feeling the heat of the resonance almost burn him from within, until his body was covered in shadow, black as night. Having seen it before, he knew that to these men's eyes, he would look like a walking black hole. The heat haze emanating from him, looking like his very will, was warping the world. Like his form, his essence, was a darkness that sucked in all light. The only thing that broke the void were his shining red eyes and those bright, smiling teeth. He marveled at the fear that enraptured the warriors around him, these hardest of men. He could not contain the excitement, the eagerness, the anticipation. Laughter poured out of him as the bandits began to back away. Now the real fun begins. Chiseth stepped forward menacingly. The smell of blood was thick in the air. He could hear his heartbeat thundering in his ears. His bloodlust was running rampant. He had done a lot of killing this day, seen so many wonderful sights. But he was not nearly sated yet. No, he still had the grand prize to enjoy, and he would enjoy it. He took another step forward, relishing in the sight of the bandit king, the great Axes the Unkillable, scrambling towards the edge of the camp on all fours in fear. He was tripping over his own clumsy human body. Chisette's face hurt he was grinning so hard, but he could not keep the laughter in. He was having far too much fun to care about appearances. He tapped his massive well of power. He couldn't believe it wasn't even half depleted with all that he'd done. He pushed the dark energy into his legs, feeling a rush of pain as his kneecaps inverted, the bones broken and reformed. His muscles and tendons knit themselves back together for optimal explosiveness in this new form. His feet elongated as his toes lengthened to talons for better grip and stability. He was just showing off now. But he didn't mind. He'd always had a certain flair for the dramatic. Process complete, Shiseth shook out his newly formed appendages to loosen them up before he reared back, claw-like toes gripping the earth, and shot forward. Wind ripped past him. He ate up the distance between him and the bandit king in seconds. After ten strides, he closed the gap. He planted his front foot, sliding, kicking up red earth to stop in front of Axes, grab him by the throat, and lift him into the air in one smooth motion. It amused Shaseth to watch the once powerful man squirm in his hand. He was certainly enjoying the irony of doing this with the boy's body. For some reason, he decided to taunt this human, saying, 
Looks like you were just too weak. The red-faced man choked as if he wanted to say something. The guard loosened his grip out of curiosity, wondering what a man like this would say in his final moments. Axes gasped as fresh air entered his lungs before speaking. Who? <laughs> what are you? The demon could not help but laugh at that as well. This really was fun. I am Shaseth, he responded. I am a god. The god of entropy, in fact. And this world has gone too long without me. It's grown stagnant, allowing bedsores like you to crop up. So I've come to bring a little chaos back into play. <laughs> a large, toothy white grin split his pitch-black face. He was unable to hold himself back any longer. Power urged him forward, bloodlust dancing in his eyes. And it starts right here with you! Chaseth threw the bulky warrior to the ground from the neck. With the resonance flowing through him, he could hear the man's windpipe flatten. His vertebrae crushed under the force of the blow. What a beautiful sound it was. He lifted his right fist overhead, pouring more power into the knuckles, so spikes formed at their tips. Then he leveled a hammerous blow on the choking man's face crushing his cheekbones, knocking out teeth, and lacerating his face to spray blood across the desert floor. Oh, what beautiful sounds, and the colors, the crimson blood spilling from open wounds. He needed to see more. He lifted his left fist, pushing energy into it, this time flattening his knuckles to create a heavier, blunter instrument. He swung again, more crunching of bones, this time the skin peeled off across his cheek like torn paper. Blood oozed from the wound. It was glorious. He must see it again. He reared back, sending more fists to the dead man's face, each time making more stupendous, sensational sounds and seeing more brilliant shades of red. He could not stop. Blows rained down. He could hear the sounds of suffering. He could see the pain. He needed to feel it. He could not help himself. He loosened his grip on the connection, allowing the flow from the well to slow to a trickle. I need to feel this with my bare hands. He lifted his right fist again, the darkness fading from his skin. Stop. Jaseth stopped. Confused. He lifted his right fist back again. Again, he could not complete the motion. He searched himself, trying to find what was wrong. There was something wrong. Yes, something was interrupting his connection to the well. Stop doing this. Stop this madness. The boy! He didn't know how, but the boy was trying to seal him off from the resonance. No, 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 this body is mine! He tried again to move his fist downward, but nothing would happen. This isn't right. I don't understand. This is what you wanted! The boy's body began to shake. This is not what I wanted. I wanted control. This is chaos. Look around you! Shaseth was able to move his head to look out over the havoc he had wrought. 
The camp was a sea of red. Blood spatter, body parts, and corpses littered the camp floor. He could not help but smile. You have control. This is it. Don't you understand? You have dominated your enemies, conquered all that would suppress you. You have your revenge. Your power is absolute. He reached out for the power again and tried to flood the connection, blow the seal away, but it would not work. This is a nightmare. Craven was right. Shaseth could feel himself fading, going back into that darkness, being sealed away. This was all happening too fast. He fought hard, pushing, surging energy through the boy's body, but the connection was growing tenuous. How are you doing this? Why are you doing this? We have so much power. We could conquer cities, take on the world! The boy was silent for a moment. Shaseth's hope rose before a voice rang out through the desert. What's the point of having power over others when I can't even control myself? The connection was severed, and with that, once again, Shaseth was engulfed by darkness. He was back in his cage. <laughs>